Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always, always use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Oh, yeah, here it is. It's Tuesday. It's Chair Shot Radio. It's Hockey Talk. It's Patrick O'Dowd alongside David Ungar. And David, you have a puzzled look on your face. Is everything okay? Oh, it's just, you know, (laughs) I had to switch my Apple ID yesterday because there was a concern that maybe it was compromised. and, And now all these weird settings are... Now they're emailing me anything that happens on it. It's like, I, I don't care about all this, but thank you. Wow. I think thank you. Maybe. I, I was worried about your power grid. I was worried oh, something new had happened with your power oh, no. grid as you were making this face and, and everything. So for those of you who don't know while we're recording this, apparently <laughs> wow. there was an issue in Dave's neck, neck of the woods. We weren't sure that we were going to get CSR in today, but you know, here we are. Crisis averted. Dave is with me. Uh, backup recording is always in place. Even though I'm getting better, I'm getting better at managing the recording. I know how to put it on the on the website now. So I, I, I'm a big boy. We've all grown up. There's uh there's less there's less post production work on CSR than there is on Bandwagon Nerds, which is why Dave is the king of the recording and why you get a less uh, glamorous recording when Patrick O'Dowd carries the Bandwagon Nerds recording as opposed to when Dave carries it. That's why you don't get banjos. That's why you don't get you know, post show tags, all the fun stuff that happens when Dave is in post production. Because I'm lazy. I don't own it. I'm lazy. I could learn how to do it. I just don't want to. And that's that and I'm okay with it. I'm comfortable with that. Own it, man. Own it. Hell yeah, I'm gonna own it. I'm proud of it. I'm very, very proud of it. I you know, I'll tell you what I'm not proud of right now though. And we're gonna talk about it after we get past the first commercial break. But the St. Louis Blues hockey season, I am not proud of the St. Louis Blues hockey season. I got two teams that I want to talk about when we talk about the standings, and they are opposite ends of the spectrum. We talked a little bit about them in our overreaction pod, but I want to continue to overreact in a couple of different ways. And then we're gonna cover some news items in the back half of the show couple things that you shared with me uh a team up for sale that i want to talk about so the commanders oh 
I mean, you mean a hockey no, team? No, no, not that team. In the in the world of hockey, we're not we're not talking we're not talking the foosball. Or I'm sorry, the football. We're talking the hockey. That's what we do. I will say this: the team that the team that we are going to talk about they uh, they need a change in leadership. I would argue. So I don't think that it's it's that far off. So, but yeah, yeah. that's that that's kind of it. Like that's the lay of the land of the show. Um, damn, it's only three and a half minutes in. I, I don't know what to do. You could How be watching. You could be watching Crown Jewel right now, Pat. I'm just you know. What's Crown Jewel? <laughs> that's right. Patrick O'Dowd does not subscribe to the Saudi shows. I do not support those shows. We are not a wrestling podcast. I'm still, I will. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how Hunter handles this because is he going to take it seriously? Is it just going to be the cash grab that Vince did? You know, is, is, are they going to at least acknowledge that the Saudi fans are not a bunch of blithering idiots and just feed them? The basic stuff, are they actually going to, you know, I mean, and yeah, the Logan Paul Roman Reigns thing. I know this isn't a wrestling podcast, but I uh, can't help. It's but like wonder. you were waiting to talk about wrestling. No, I just it just, you know, we had some time to fill, but I can't help but wonder if they're going to try and pull something to split those titles and use this as a as a something to do with that. But I don't know how. And <laughs> yeah. And if you want further speculation on that, listen to any of our 800 wrestling podcasts on the chair shot radio <laughs> network. Right. I will say this. I have been paying less attention to hockey right now because I'm more interested in college sports as the university of Illinois continues to defy its, its history and win football games. And I just still don't know how to handle it. I am so excited that I've become a, an Iowa Hawkeye fan this week for the sole purpose of go Iowa be Purdue, so that Illinois is playing with house money when they take on Purdue next week. Everything is in front of this team. If they continue to win the just win baby philosophy, as our good friend, Al Davis would say, that's where my brain is. And and so hockey's been in the periphery. I have of course followed my team, but no others. And okay, we've gotten past the five-minute roll, we can take our first commercial break. And when we come back, you're going to hear me rant and rave about my St. Louis Blues. We'll talk some standings, all of that fun stuff on the other side of the commercial break. You are listening to ChairShot Radio Hockey Talk here on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of thechairshot.com. I forgot to do this, but as we are on the ChairShot Radio Network, part of the ChairShot.com. We should remind you that as part of this podcasting network, we want you to always remember to use your head. Always use your head, as the saying goes. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, I think I've gotten all the obligatory pay-the-bills stuff out of the way. Let's talk some. Let's talk some teams and their performances. I'm going to start with the bad. 
because I have to talk about the bad. And I'm sorry, folks. I, you all know that I'm a I'm a St. Louis Blues fan. If you've listened to this podcast, you've been following along. I have to talk about how bad the St. Louis because it's not just bad. It's atrocious. It is horrible hockey. We are getting housed. And yes, I'm so angry. I am doing the whole it's my team sort of thing. I've never felt this. I haven't felt this despondent about a team since we were last place in January and miraculously won the cup. This team doesn't, this team is disorganized. This team is playing uninspired. They look like they don't care. Your big money guys are not playing for shit. Craig Berube was at, so there was a three on nothing breakaway with Jordan Cairo. And this is what Craig Berube had to say. Was that 3-0 break where you don't get a... Oh, sorry. Let's try that again. Because you need to hear this. Was that 3-0 break where you don't get a, even get a shot off? Is that kind of... I don't, even, I don't even know what to say about it. That's it. He doesn't even know what to say about it. He is flabbergasted. The Blues in the offseason... You know, put out eight million dollars. Put out an eight million dollar extension to Jordan Cairo, and at the time I shared this tweet with you on November third, he was at minus thirteen. Since that tweet, I think he's up to minus fifteen. Ryan O'Reilly, the guy who's playing on the last year of his contract, is going to be a free agent at the end of the season, as of November third, minus eleven. Tory Krug, big name guy we signed in last season to help this team. Minus 10. Just horrible, horrible hockey. And Dave, you followed hockey for a long time. What usually happens when a team starts this poorly? What do we start looking at? Coaching changes. I mean, hockey's notorious for that. Right. And that's, yeah, exactly. Coaching changes that that and what's odd is that coaching changes often lead to a resurgence of the team. Like they're showing footage of practice. Craig Ruby's dropping f bombs. He is not getting through to this team. I don't know if it's him or if it's the players or what. They're just they're they're horrible. They're awful. They don't they don't back check. They don't get like that. There's nobody playing outside of one Vladimir Tarasenko and. Likely to it's, get it's, traded. It's inexcusable. He's going to get traded. Yeah, he's going to get traded keep, if it keeps like this. I mean, they're. I didn't realize it until yeah, they're dead last. They're dead last in the division. Dougie Armstrong did come out this past week and was like, "Look, this was after eight games into the season. Is that eight games of the season?" And, and and was like, "Hope isn't lost. We can't we can't overreact to these eight yeah. games. This you know, saying all the right stuff that you say as a GM, like the things that you say that to try and keep things." afloat but i think we know what's going on here we this this team is they're not figuring it out they started the season two and oh i want to say and three and and then they've lost six straight yeah like unbelievable how bad they've been just unbelievable and they have played the fewest games in league them in calgary so right and maybe here's the thing is maybe the return of Brandon Saad on the ice eventually, like he's, he seems to be closer to a comeback. I don't know. 
Um, like something's got to give for this team. Yeah, it's, that's. It's, I thought they'd be. It's better. either it's either it's either a coaching team. It's either a coaching change, or it's a. Um, it's either a co- it's either a coaching change, or or, or we're just going to play terrible and make like. Just oh, who's the other? Colton Pareko, who we also extended. I think he was the other one we extended for, uh, for eight million dollars minus eight. Ryan O'Reilly minus twelve. Nick Letty minus six. Uh, Ivan Barbashev is at a plus one. Cairo minus eleven. Krug minus or sorry, Cairo minus fifteen. Krug minus eleven. Robert Thomas minus five. Braden Shin minus eight. Even Tarasenko who's playing decent is minus two. You just can't, you can't win with that. You so Jordan Bennington, Bennington and Thomas Grace, they're not awful. You know, their goals against are 3.4 uh, for Bennington and 3.28 for Grace. They're, you know, save percentages of nine, you know, 91% and 87. Like they're not the reason they're losing the games. Really? Like they're doing all they can. I mean, you give up five goals when you got nobody defending, when you got nobody getting back. A scorched earth, man. I am not happy as a fan. This is this is Washington Capitals bad. Wait, wait a second. The Caps aren't that bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did that to you. I'm sorry, I did that. It work. It's Columbus Blue Jackets bad. Yeah. Well, I it's, mean, the the Caps are firmly in the middle of the pack with you know the same thing that they couldn't do. They can't win in overtime. Same thing last year. Um, right. you know, you can, they can't score Detroit, Detroit's improved, but should have beat them. But I, I tell you, you know, the fan base that other than the blues fans, the fan base, I hear the most consternation from, and just like, woe is us is the Toronto Maple Leafs fan base is up in arms about their team. I mean, <laughs> I've seen lots of videos well, about, about how bad they are. And I'm like, you guys are like five, four and two. That's not awful, but you know, they're solidly in the middle of the pack. Um, I know you wanted to talk about teams at the opposite end of the spectrum, so I'm going to let you I go wanna, and run I, with that. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about... So I said this last week in our overreactions. I'm going to follow up with this. The Boston Bruins are for real. The Boston Bruins... And here's the thing. The Boston Bruins started, Bruins started off hot and actually got better this week because they got Brad Marchand back. The most hated... Like, hockey player you most want to throw punch when he's not on your team. Like I hate Brad Marchand. Uh, he's he's back from his surgery. They're ten and one. They're on a seven game winning streak, and it's gonna regress. But dude, dude, said that last nine, week, and, and they only got better. This well, week. it's it's two weeks into the season, so they're gonna or there's two weeks worth of games, so they're gonna get better, or they're gonna they're gonna lose games. Like hey, it's hockey. Like teams are gonna lose. But ten and one. Ten one. That's insane. Think about the that's Boston. Insane. Think about their history. The Boston Bruins, an original six team. This is their best start ever. That's it's, phenomenal. It's unbelievable. They are, for as much as I made fun of them, was like they are a pretender last year. But like I don't, I I gave them props when we when we talked about like just sort of where I saw teams at the beginning of the season being like, oh, they'll be back. I didn't think they'd be this back. I didn't think they'd be this dominant early and you know we'll we'll see i let's see what they're i'm going to look at what their schedule is coming up because it's gotta let's see they're playing at toronto uh tonight so that that could be a good game toronto's solid uh they get to thrash my blues 
as they come to town on Monday. So that's a win. Like and then they have Calgary. I'm I'm looking to see when the first real good matchup may it's it's probably Philly on the seventeenth. Probably the Flyers. They got Vancouver and the Sabres. They're probably like the, the Sabres. Don't overlook that yeah. game. That might be fun. But ah, uh, yeah, they're it's they're they're legit. They're they're getting better, and uh, I'm kind of glad because I had a friend, my my Boston Brewers Bruins friend. I keep trying to call him the Brewers. The Boston the Boston Bruins uh, friend of mine, who's a fan. He uh, he was like, "Oh, you're gonna try to get to the game?" And I was like, "I don't want to watch my hockey team play right." Now. Like I just, not a, I just not a TD Garden. No thanks. <laughs> yeah, I I. I would I would buy a Bruins jersey at the game and just wear it in disguise because I wouldn't want to show my face as well. They'd actually probably feel sorry for me. We're so bad right now. Like we're just so bad. So you live there. I don't think I think you know Bruins fans show no mercy. It's like Captain, do, Captain Insano. But, well, Captain Insano shows they, no mercy. They also they also don't kick they also don't kick opponents when they're down. Like I, I, I went to a Boston Red Sox game and watch the Cardinals lose to the Red Sox. And they were actually really decent um, outside of the dude bro who thought I celebrated a Nolan Arenado home run a little too much uh, and didn't understand why, you know, like, like what his deal was. Like, I don't know. He's just a dude bro. Anyway. Uh, all right. Rant's over. I think I'm done ranting and being angry about everything. So I feel like this is as good a time as any unless there's anybody else you want to talk about vegas uh, vegas isn't vegas. going away either man they just they keep winning and um the devils keep winning i you know i know last week we were i was like i'm not ready to go all in on the devils yet i'm starting to move solidly in that direction they don't lose and the seattle kraken man i tell you they have pulled off some wins this year that i think they beat colorado They've beaten some other teams. I, I, I'm starting to think that Kraken might be getting released this year for real. So those are kind of the teams I'm looking at right now at the top of the standings and, and thinking, and go, hmm, I know we're going to talk probably a little bit about Buffalo, but I, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's early, very, very early. Things will shake out. I'm delighted that Pittsburgh has fallen off so badly since their hot start. I'm like, yes, awesome. But other than that, you know. Me being yeah. me being a Caps fan, right? I just uh, I'm I'm still angry at the St. Louis Blues, and and we'll continue to maintain that. So we're going to take a commercial break, and we're going to talk a couple of um, news stories around hockey. Uh, well, uh, I'll let you. Uh, I've got three stories. I'll, I'll let you determine the order we cover when we come back. So before we get to our um, recorded commercials, though, it is my duty to remind you that if you like what we do here on the Chair Shot Radio Network, if you enjoy hearing me piss and moan about the St. Louis Blues and Dave piss and moan about his Washington Capitals while also sort of backwards complimenting other, you know, good hockey programs, then help keep our brand going, help support us by heading over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shop and investing in one of our many shirt designs. We have everything from OG chair shot logos to sayings and phrases from various shows to show shirts themselves, including our, favorite pop culture podcast bandwagon nerds get your own bandwagon nerd shirt if you head over to pro wrestling tees.com forward slash the chair shot currently shirts are still only 19.99 or if you're feeling fancy want something nice on your giblets 
spend a few dollars more, get it soft style, your body will thank you. Again, we love putting this content out on your internet airwaves every single day. And the easiest way to help us continue to bring you that quality content is to head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shop. When we come back, Dave and I cover some stories around the NHL with a focus on one team up for sale. Who can save them? Find out on the back end. You're listening to Hockey Talk on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Oh shit. Never mind. I thought I'd done something different. Thought you all were going to get the, the, the give me five music right after that. Cause that's like the last thing on there. So my fault that Oh shit was completely unwarranted. Shouldn't have doubted my own skills. All right. Welcome back to hockey talk here on the chair shot radio network, part of the ChairShot.com. Dave Ungar, Patrick O'Dowd here to talk to you about some news around hockey. And Dave, I said, I was going to let you pick from three, but I'm going to save the uh, team for sale conversation for the end of the show. So I'm going to let you pick. Do you want to cover the feel-good story first or the, ooh, I'm a little dirty that this is happening in the NHL story first? Uh, let's let's start with the dirty stuff so that we can kind of end on a higher note. All right. So I will say I just talked about how great the Boston Bruins have been doing this season on the ice. But off the ice... They, they made a signing to, uh, this week. They signed one Mitchell Miller. And so you shared this article for me. For those of you who don't know, Mitchell Miller was originally signed or was originally selected by the Arizona Coyotes in the 2020 NHL draft. And to say he has a history would be somewhat of an understatement. As he, in school... And I'm assuming this. I God, I hope this is high school and not college. Was somebody who was using racist slurs, including the famous N word, toward black toward a black classmate, bullied the inv- individual who was also disabled, included things like tricking the student into licking candy that had been rubbed in a urinal. This stuff was so bad that Miller actually was convicted in a juvenile court when he was drafted by the Coyotes. They actually renounced the selection because the dude was so toxic. Yet here the Boston Bruins are signing this guy on the heels of the NHL releasing its, you know, commitment to diversity and social justice. First ever, the first ever diversity and inclusion report that the NHL has ever done, which tells you just how backwards ass the NHL has been. Sorry. Go ahead. And they sign this guy. So, Dave, comment on this. What What the fuck? Uh, you know, the NHL, for all the things that they do right, are really kind of tone deaf when it comes to this kind of stuff. And, and I know it's, it's, it's an issue with the NHL because it is, you know, predominantly a, a, a white sport. You know, I, I mean, the, the number of uh, minority players in the NHL is increasing, to be sure. And more high profile players are, are are out there now. But, you know, I think I think it's been stereotypical. It's like the reverse of the NBA, you know, in a lot of ways. So um, 
I, I don't I don't understand. And I've read, you know, the the people who are defending this guy are are just clueless because like, oh, it happened in middle school. Give the guy a break. And it's like you don't get a break when you when you're rubbing when you bully a kid by rubbing their face in a urinal or or giving what do they no, give, give him candy? Gave him candy that had been rubbed in the urinal. I mean, I don't see how. And if it was just like, oh, it happened a long time ago, give the kid a break. Then why did the Coyotes almost immediately renounce the selection? Like they draft him like, oh, shit, this is out there. Never mind. <laughs> we take it back. I think it's it's a real it's a black eye on the league that this guy is going to be, um, you know, possibly playing. And, and they do. I got to look at the Bruins and say, dude, what are you guys thinking um, with all the problems that are going on in the world right now? Um, with in, in diversity, inclusion, just, you know, racism doesn't matter. Anti-Semitic stuff going crazy lately. Um, yeah, I don't I don't get what the Bruins. Why do you need somebody this toxic on your roster? And 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 yeah, I'm a big believer. I think we all are. You and I are both. believe. Yeah, people should have second chances and that sort of thing. But this guy hasn't earned done anything to earn the right to a second chance. So I don't get it. It's a bad, bad move by the Bruins and a bad look for the league. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get it, uh, and I think it's a terrible decision by the Bruins. I think it completely undermines the NHL and their statement uh, for that you're trying to say we're getting better, and yet we're going to bring this guy on. So we'll see if it sticks. We'll see if the bad publicity uh, waiver, you know, forces the hand of the Bruins, and maybe they cut him quickly. We'll we'll have to see, but. Enough with the bad stories. Let's shift to a good story uh, out of Finland. So for those of you who don't know, the Colorado Avalanche played in Finland versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, and Miko Rantanen from Finland got to play on his, in, in his home country on his home ice. You know what he did, Dave? You know what he did? Other than winning? Oh, no. What did, what did he do? No. He had a hat trick. Had a hat trick on his home ice, got to play in front of his family. He's only 20, he's 26. The uh, the crowd was hot for it. Like he, his name was being chanted by the Finnish fans that appeared. Guy came home as just a, a, a well, a here to a hero's welcome. And it just shows you to me this is one of those moments that shows why hockey is such a is such a great sport and a global sport much like hockey you know like soccer like or football if you will now it's not on the level of soccer i'm not arguing that don't don't you know send me some crazy message being like don't, you think this is better no don't add, what I'm saying. don't at wrestling realist don't just don't right what i can say is that these are the sorts of things that we should be talking about out of the NHL, not shitty signings by the Boston Bruins. So uh, just a, a fun story. Probably would have been a better way to cap off the show. I don't know if there's anything really to add to that, Dave, other than let's hear for Finland and a feel-good story out of the out of, out of hockey. That's awesome. When you, when you go home like that and you play, you know, an actual real, not a preseason exhibition, a real regular season NHL game in Finland on your home ice and you deliver – like that, that's, you know, that's Hollywood script stuff right there. So congratulations to them. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to 
let's get to the let's get to the, the last story today. We bag on the Ottawa Senators a lot. Well, on Friday, it was announced by the Senators that the process of selling the team has begun. I can't pronounce this. Gala Teodo Sports Partners has been retained as a financial advisor, and a process has been initiated for the sale of the Ottawa Senators Hockey Club. Senators Chairman and Governor Sheldon Piner said this was a necessary and prudent step to connect with those deeply interested parties who can show us what their vision is for the future of the team. The condition, a condition of any sale would be that the Senators remain in Ottawa. Eugene Melnick has owned the Senator since 2003. He died from an illness in March 20, on March 28th at the age of 62. His daughters, Anna and Olivia, have been part of a group overseeing the team. Clearly, a pair of 20-year-olds were not interested in continuing that, and that's okay. Ottawa's not good. They, they, um, they probably were due for sale anyway. They're, they're, Thoughts on Ottawa up for sale? I mean, I still I, I look at Ottawa as didn't they? They got Claude Giroux, didn't they? In the off season, I'm pretty sure that he went yeah. there. Um, you know, I'm still the jury's kind of still out on them. I, I think, I think that the condition about keeping them in Ottawa is going to keep some people away. That's what I'm guessing. Sure. Um, and I, I, I mean, I personally, I, I, you know, I could see them softening that a little bit saying you got to keep them in Canada, you know, that sort of thing. But then again, I mean, I, yeah, the Ottawa senators uh, were, you know, one of the original, not the original six franchise. I, I don't think maybe, but, um, and then they went away for many years and they came back and they've had a, a, a lot of um, mixed bag of, res, of results and success. But yeah, I, I, it doesn't surprise me with the way that uh, Ottawa's fortunes have been lately that they're up for sale. Um, I'm curious to see how that goes and and who comes forward. I don't know, you know, the Canadian market or, or who's out there as far as like somebody saying, yeah, I want to step up to the plate and take this on. Um, Ottawa's not from and I, you know, I've only been to Canada once, but uh, my understanding is Ottawa's not exactly the hotbed of of cultural stuff going on in this in this in the country comparatively speaking yeah. like montreal toronto uh places like vancouver places like that so i i really hope they find ownership i think you know the nhl is is you know and and our 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 commentary on the nhl in the back half has been mixed as well you know you've got the crappy signing by boston looking at what Rantanen did so that's good news but yeah, the NHL right now is in an interesting spot because you've got several franchises that are kind of up for sale and out there and and could change the dynamics of the landscape. Coyotes are another one, uh, another example that are out there right now. God, so. we didn't even talk about that video that you <laughs> shared with me of of the the setup and the the atmosphere in that small stadium. It's Ugh. great. It's it's a great atmosphere to play in, but the facilities are just ass I mean, yeah, for lack just, of a better yeah, term um but not not a professional level hockey ring no. obviously it's not built for a professional level no, hockey team. It's, it's not it's not it's a college hockey program in phoenix arizona like or around phoenix arizona like yeah and what is it arizona state aren't they playing at arizona state yeah, yeah. asu yeah i mean you know, you look at the and you look at those teams and the caps have to play arizona today and i'm like you know like you're you're nervous about the Illini Michigan State game. I'm really nervous about this Arizona Caps affair because I'm like, God, if you guys can't beat them, 
then there's something really wrong. But yeah, getting back to the Senators, I hope they find solid ownership that keeps that team there and keeps them moving in the right direction. They made some moves in the offseason that that should should have panned out a little bit better. And again, you know, the the our disclaimer to everything we're saying here today is it's two and a half, three weeks into the season, folks. So let's not get too crazy. But at the same time, I think most people thought Ottawa would be a little bit better than they've been so far. So we'll see what happens. Patrick, just yeah, a, a we, reaction to something going on. A college football thing. Uh, so if this is legit, out for Texas A&M today, starting left guard, backup left guard, starting center, starting quarterback, starting wide receiver, starting wide receiver, backup wide receiver, starting defensive end, starting defensive end, backup defensive end, backup defensive end, starting defensive tackle, starting linebacker, starting cornerback, backup cornerback, backup cornerback, starting nickel, backup nickel, starting safety. Was there a plane crash or is this disciplinary? I mean, Jesus. I have no idea what's going on. Like, I, this is coming from Nick De La Torre, uh, a writer for the they, Florida Gators. Who are so. they playing? They're are playing, they playing Florida? Florida. Let me get on FanDuel right now and bet heavily on Florida. So... Well, you're going to lose money. You're going to have to, like, wow. So anyway, uh, that has absolutely nothing to do with hockey. I agree with you. I think uh, I think the franchise should absolutely stay in Canada. Hockey belongs in Canada, and they need to continue to be strong. I hope Ottawa can find uh, a sale and a, a buyer who will keep them in the neighborhood. It, it wouldn't surprise me if there's already a group that's expressed interest that we don't know about yet, and we'll learn more as the time comes. So... More on that as that story develops. Dave, we are done with Hockey Talk this week. College football may impact whether or not we do Hockey Talk next week. I'll have to let you know. And then the week after, I'm not going to be here. I'll be in Orlando. I'll be trying to get on Rise of the Resistance and uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, whatever that thing is. Cosmic I breakout. Have, or I have faith it. in you. I would let you borrow my son to get you in the virtual queue, but uh, you know, you'd have to pay for him to come down there and that sort of thing. Well, so. I'll get up. I'll get up at six 30 anyway, while on property, just refresh the app over and over let, and over again. I will let Connor do it because the kids have better hand eye coordination than we do. That I, I don't think there's any dispute about that, Pat. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I'm I'm excited to to get there in a couple of weeks. It's hard to believe that that trip is two weeks away, but here we are, November coming up on us fast. All right, Dave. Before we get out of here, tell everybody how they can find you on the Chair Shot Radio Network and on the socials. You can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A G G, and on Facebook.com/slash Attitude of Aggression. And you can find me on the Chairshot Radio Network every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Monday with Dave and a cast of other characters giving you all the pop culture news that's out there on Bandwagon Nerds. Tuesday, it's Dave and I doing Chairshot Radio. And on Wednesdays, it's myself and Greg DeMarco on the Greg DeMarco Show talking wrestling. Follow me on Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Hockey Talk. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Can't wait to catch you next week, where hopefully Craig Berube has either fixed the blues or they fired him. This has been Hockey Talk on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com.
What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.